think Matt Jane Austen masturbated constantly. She had to have been. Are you recording? She, I just started. Books. Because Jane Austen was so horny. Yes. If Jane Austen, if Jane Austen had a vibrator, we would not have had private questions. <laughs> Quote says. <laughs> I just almost. Screwdriver across the room. Okay, Alex, I know you had some questions for us. Oh, yeah, I do. Questions we wrote while sober, answering drunk. <laughs> yes, let me pull them up. Welcome, everyone, to Drunk Literature Podcast. Today we are discussing Jane Austen. Pride and Prejudice. Yes. We just finished watching the Kira Knightley movie version. The thing is, I think the movie is more noteworthy while drunk. I think the BBC TV version was very key. See, I haven't seen it. Very on point. I think just because they were given more time to be so like sexually repressed. <laughs> <laughs> no, just. They, they, stuck, they, they stuck to the book so much because they had they had the airspace to be able to do that. That's like if Harry Potter was a series instead of a movie. I do like that the movies get to play with what we don't see in the books and maybe yeah. they play with a lot of things in the movies. Like the scene where Mrs. Bennet is like, ooh, pig balls. <laughs> Northanger Abbey, I think it's the 2007 to No, I keep, I want to see it, but I keep, like, there's so many, you have to pay so much, and I am a broke grad student. Well, luckily, <laughs> I am also a broke grad student, but he just gives her so much credit for this intuitive female knowledge she has, and they also make out after he proposes. Play. He gives her a lot more credit. Play. Maybe <laughs> he being Captain Al Henry Tilly gives Catherine credit for her innate knowledge and sort of reading of the situation. I think I think, well, can we turn off the, the sound coming from the TV? <laughs> I think Northanger Abbey is my favorite of Austen's novels just because I think the main character is so accurate because stupid. like I mean, yes <laughs> yes in being so stupid because aren't we all like we walk into a creepy mansion and we're like ah i'm gonna be murdered and she the whole time she's thinking like oh how am i gonna be murdered oh his dead mother is gonna come for me and she's a ghost haunting these all that would be me in a creepy situation, I'd so be like... So you feel like, of all the Austin heroines, you relate to Catherine the most? Yes. Or is there another you relate to? No, I definitely... I, I want to relate to Lizzie, because she's a hashtag <laughs> boss bitch. No, she's but I relate to... She's and oblivious in the books, and that's when that's I'm like, true. wow, she's so smart and psychoanalytical, but so stupid. And, and then that's maybe why I, I maybe then her. Maybe I am Lizzie, because yeah. I am smart in this certain... <laughs> Tiny field, and then so stupid in real life. They are intelligent in the uh, like very obtuse <laughs> genres, like where we're like, like me, I can translate, I can translate medieval manuscripts, but I don't know what my left and right is unless I put my hands up and make the L signs. Like that is 
Billy Bennett, I don't know what it is. Not that she doesn't have some coincidence, definitely more than me, but yeah, you know, I relate to her struggles to <laughs> accept that Darcy, you I know, agree. has pee pee and wants to put it in her and give her his money. Gut, gutty, girthy laugh. 
because all of me is gut. <laughs> if anything, you're like putting I am our putting future merch into existence. Manifesting our future out. merch. It's gonna be like slay across the sweatshirts. I forgot we're recording. <laughs> I can't lie now. <laughs> this is so terrifying. Anyway, a Sabrina, which awesome heroine do you relate to the most? I don't know. Oh. Betty. I mean, you don't have to have an answer. They're all kind of quirky and different. And but they're also like quirky. quirky. <laughs> they're not like Eleanor. And bitches. <laughs> I like Eleanor because she's played by Emma Thompson. And Emma Thompson is a bad bitch. You know, Eleanor yeah. in Sense and Sensibility, she's like, I'm sensible. <laughs> and then her sister I want to be crazy. I want to be by... Willoughby. <laughs> you know, I realized... Wait, wait, wait. That's a good spin-off question. Who would you rather... Who would you most like to be dicked down with? Darcy. I think he's pretty good at that, yeah. Oh, that was another one Darcy's of questions. Darcy's so hot. No, but I still think... Oh, fuck. Who's... who's who am I thinking of? Hmm. No, I take it back. I want to be dicked out by Kira Knightley. Do you need me to run through all the mm. novels? Pretty, pretty. That's a good one. Kira Knightley probably gave a good head. I realize Lizzie fingered you so well. Oh, yeah. I like facts. Don't I'm laugh. This is, so this is so true. She probably gives such good head. She's not and thinks her so well. Elizabeth Hetero though. 
But maybe, but if she tried the females, she could be I think doing right. well. But I don't think she would ever. I think she's so like kind of weird in her society and mm-hmm. abnormal for a woman. Yeah, I could see it. I could see her getting down with a, a chick, especially if the chick praises her at sometimes, but maybe blows her off at others. And kind of gets in that, in the way of that narcissistic personality disorder. Play it hard to get. She's like, yeah, Emma's whatever. I mean, she's kind of full of herself. And I Emma's mean, like... Sexuality is a spectrum. Even the straight of, straightest of us can yeah. like, swing a little this way or that way. <laughs> like, the Richardson's in croquet. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sabrina hasn't seen a season one though, so we cannot talk. I know. I'm I'm literally begging all of you to put on Bridgerton season one. Okay, so I can okay. Just watch. So many people have sex all the time. Oh, there's so much sex. It's so fulfilling. I'm Unless you are watching with your mother and ninety year old grandmother. I would. And do then that. you want the sex to stop. Uh, what's I assure you? For clarification for <laughs> for clarification for viewers, Sabrina and uh, Jess put their feet together. They're cute or whatever. I first of all have a massive size ten foot for a woman. What size shoe is the ten? Ten? I wear a size ten. I'm the evil stepsister in no, Cinderella. You're not evil. You're so fucking nice. No, I, I will. To my friends, I am sweet, but to my enemies, I will. A massive cut. <laughs> I will be honest. When I first met you, I was like, "Ooh, she seems so put together," and we will not be friends because she's too put together for me. I'm not put together. And then I met you, and I was like, "She's just as crazy as I am." That shit. Ooh, no. she's quirky like me. <laughs> I'm so quirky and fun. We're both failing. <laughs> For years, girl, if I pass, if I get my master's degree on May 20th, it's gonna be a fucking miracle. Clink, clink. We're celebrating Christmas. Yeah, you know it's been a rough. It's been a rough semester. We all need some D in our life. <laughs> somebody, somebody, please find me a boyfriend. <laughs> Some vitamin D deck. Some vitamin C comes. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you choose to say that when I'm trying to swallow the deck? <laughs> She's trying to solve the cummies. I mean, they're like No, I I choose to say curse words. Um, <laughs> I think we can substitute that for vitamin C courtship, like. <laughs> Trademark Netflix, the uh, 
principles of pleasure. I don't remember if that's actual. No, that sounds it's right. It's something, the something of pleasure. I think it's the principles of pleasure, and it taught me so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I need to watch it. You really back. do. It, I mean, I got it covered, and so my helpful. my main dick got it covered, but like, <coughs> you can always learn more. You can always learn more. I didn't know that I had a G spot until I watched that. that. I didn't know what the G-spot actually was. Okay, just as a brief synopsis. (laughs) So, like, the clitoris. You know, you have your little button there. Mine's deep in there, but okay. (laughs) But then inside your body, there actually goes, like, two little little thingies. Yeah, like some Amazon River shit happens. It is crazy. And so you can stimulate those through like like uh, penetration. (laughs) I don't like that word. (laughs) But I feel like you would have liked that word while sober, which is hilarious. But wonder penetration. No, I never liked that word. (laughs) That's valid. That's valid. But but so. Only by like the swelling of the clitoris mm-hmm. can you feel that that like stimulation of the like inside clitoris. No, that's so bad. But but yeah. So essentially, by watching this Netflix documentary, I learned that ooh, this is how you stimulate your like um, like quotation marks G spot. Um, no, for sure. Yeah, taught me lots of things. Yeah, no, for... God, I know my mother never sees this. <laughs> Why? She could be educated, though. I'd be fucking fresh. No, I mean, there's definitely something to be said for stimulating the internal clitoris, and before that, it's stimulating the external mm-hmm. clitoris. Like, kind of gets all the mm-hmm. the juicy uh, chemistry particles mm-hmm. of moving. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina's tapped out. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Never mind. I, I do want to hear your thoughts. I'm not like, a drink. Who is, in terms of awesome heroes, the best at stimulating the coochie? Especially Ooh. the clitoris? Mr. Bennett! Mr. Bennett. Okay, okay. I mean, that's right. my wait, 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 wait. Mr. Bennett, like Logan from Big Time Rush, is a pleaser. In that he wants, he wants you to feel so good. He is just catering to your needs. And he's just such a pleaser that he gets off when you get off. Don't you think? Like, he's I like, he's like, I fully baby, have you come yet? No, I feel like he's a playboy because in the books they talk about. He's all like, ooh, Mrs. Bennett is hot, but I guess I have to marry her to dick her down. And I feel like after that, I don't know. We don't we don't have any insight to their relationship, but I do know I feel uh, like he was ice cream now. Absolutely. <laughs> you don't have to give up. I'll give it, don't worry. For our viewers out there, if you'd like to take an ice cream drink, this is a great time. <laughs> Where is the orange? Oh there. I don't know. I feel like Mr. Bennett just wanted to dick Mrs. Bennett down because he has no respect for her. I thought we were talking about Mr. Bingley. Oh, I heard Mr. Bennett. But Mr. Bennett, uh... <laughs> no, I feel like Mr. Bingley is such a pleaser. You're absolutely right. Mr. Bennett, 
I loved him because probably I have a lot of daddy issues. <laughs> but then I realized how much of a fucking asshole he is, and now I have lots of issues with him. He just is not <laughs> aware of women's realities and navigating Asian country society. I mean, Sabrina, do you have anything to weigh in? Or, hold on, what did you say? I, I feel like Mr. Bennett, at first, he comes off as very charismatic, and he does care about his daughters, but he's not in touch with the realities of women no. navigating. The, yeah, that just also partially because he is just a man. Yeah. They just literally do not... As much as Jane Austen wants to write them up as like, oh, Mr. Darcy cares so much and he really isn't like in touch with Elizabeth Bennet and blah, 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 blah. Like they don't give a fuck. Well, <laughs> they don't. And I'm sorry. I'm so convinced after you pointed this out to me, Alex, that Mr. Darcy is autistic. I, I cannot unsee it now. Yeah, I, there, for anyone interested, there is a paper by a scholar out there reading Darcy is Autistic, and I think there's a lot of um, precedence in both the novel and the movie for that. He's very awkward, he doesn't express himself well, things like that. Uh, I'll, I'll link, <laughs> I'll link the <laughs> link in bio. Do you know, do yeah, you know I mean, as an it? autistic person myself, not that women's and men's experiences are the same. I am autistic. Yeah. I did not know that. Fun fact about me. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact about me, but you know, I can see it for sure. Not that again, men's and women's experiences are the same, or any autistic individual's experiences are the same as another's. But he definitely has a lot of traits for it, mm-hmm. and it would explain a lot of his awkwardness and maneuvering through mm-hmm. the society the societal regulations of 18th century and i think you were talking about okay to preface we watched the karen knightley movie first yes before, just as a refresher <laughs> before this i think the actor that plays mr darcy in this version totally plays to that reading of Mr. Darcy Absolutely. Oh my gosh. And once you point it out, it's just so obvious. It's hard to unsee it. Yeah, right? I agree. He's, because he just doesn't express himself well, but he really cares. I mean, there's this emotional flatness and emotional intensity um, that often characterizes autism, like especially fluctuation between the two, and I think he definitely has that. Mm-hmm. And I think reading that him as that personality um, man makes him more sympathetic for me personally. Not that I'm biased or whatever. <laughs> okay, wait. I feel like we should preface this preface this by giving a quick summary of Pride and Prejudice, the book version, oh, as close as we can. Although we did, we just watched the movie, so we might be biased. So we start off at oh, fuck. What is the Bennett's house? It's a house for sure. It's a house that the men is living. I feel like it's kind of English. It definitely has a name and I don't remember. But anyway, so so the Bennets are like, hey, uh, this uh, this rich dude, Mr. Bingley, just moved into town, and Mrs. Bennett is like, ooh, Mr. Bennett, you need to, you need to like. Talk with him because we can't talk to him unless you first talk to him. And Did he's you like, gender norms in my societal norms. <laughs> and yeah. so Mr. Bennett is like, bitch, I ain't gonna do that. And then Mrs. Bennett is like, oh, my nerves. 
Um, classic trope. <laughs> so, then Mr. Bennett reveals, after everyone is in a good stir, that, oh, he did actually call upon Mr. Bingley. And so there's going to be like a meetup at some point, right? Is that, am I wrong? Yeah, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to all meet up at some like country ball. That sounds right. It's yep. been a minute since I read the full text myself, but I, I feel like it's a spicy burp. Spicy burp. I tasted grapefruit. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag Deep Eddie Vodka. Sponsor us. <laughs> For real. <laughs> uh, I introduced <laughs> these Southerners to Deep Betty. And now. I don't even know if I'm a Southerner. Like, viewers feel free to weigh in or something. I was born and raised Georgia in Southern is. California. Ooh, yeah. just said Southern in the name of Southern California, so I feel like that qualifies this, this South. I mean, I mean, it is, <laughs> but it's also like West Coast South, yeah. so. That's I was true. literally in Katy Perry's featuring Snoop Dogg's. Ooh, you're California, right, you're right, you're right. And Georgia, wait, That's so you, I know you went to UGA, but like, are you from Georgia? Yes, I am from the Atlanta area. Oh, you're in Atlanta? Or whatever. So you're oh, a southern belle. <laughs> you're a southern belle. Yeah, that's fine. 
I feel like I feel like in later episodes I should not be this drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just need like a more uh, stringent script for later episodes, or just like uh, like a smaller topic and more narrow. That's the word. That's narrow yes. topic. Viewers feel free to pitch in ideas. Like, what aspects of Austin's novels or specific novels do you want explored? Maybe they want us to talk about being a grad student, too, because that's just, like, in itself, such a time. Yes, especially in the humanities, I feel like it's very different from STEM fields. They pay us nothing, (laughs) but we work so hard. Okay, carrying on. That's a whole other (laughs) issue with capitalism and the job that values. And, and kids don't take that to heart, you know. Carrying on. <laughs> wow, just take a shot and keep on going. <laughs> the That's gonna be advice for this podcast. Oh. Gets you down that you was know. that was the theme of the semester. <laughs> okay, but like uh, you know, shifting from alcoholism and grads. <laughs> What's everyone's favorite Austin hero? Like, this can be in a novelistic and aesthetic sense, or you want so-and-so to dick you down, like in a garden. Whatever, whatever floats your fancy. You have been silent, Sabrina, so I feel like we need to hear from you. Who do you want to fuck you most? I already said Darcy! Really? Basic Just... bitch alert. Okay. <laughs> I don't do them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's going to be our merch at some point. Like, just a mug with basic bitch alert. <laughs> <laughs> Darcy equals basic bitch. You know, and if you want to... You, I love how you're so ambitious to think we're going to get to the merch point. <laughs> it's really just performative. And, like, if we want to make the merch for ourselves, or the one or two people that actually listen to this are, like, down, yeah. we will make that for you, honey. Whoever Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I don't know if I have a favorite hero. Like, ah, I love, I love Mr. Bingley just because he's it. such a simple character. Like, he just wants to live his life and be happy and fuck the shit out of Jane. <laughs> like, like, really, what are his motives besides... Fucking Jane and being happy, getting money. That's how I feel. Slumber wings because he's fucking. Yeah! I want to be in love and fuck. And that's, and makes the money on the side. And you know, Bingley, I feel like we can all relate to Bingley in that. <laughs> So we, I mean, again, to say, we just watched the movie, but like, oh, the fucking redhead. Jesus fuck. For Can't give that uh, information, Jess is a fetish. Redheads. And just <laughs> Brynn and I are like not super into it. Like, it's not our kinky. <laughs> okay, that's fine. He can be all mine. Yeah. Too. I feel like <laughs> I'm super into Mr. Knightley. I know that's unpopular because... He's like, I fell in love with Emma when she's 13, but I just like to look over that because their their relationship later on is super egalitarian and he's super sweet. I also love when Captain Wentworth sends Anne that letter. Mm-hmm. 
He's like, actually, I've loved you this whole time. I've loved you this whole time, and I just have to tell you. Okay, I feel that. Yeah. I I agree because <sighs> as we were time. talking about earlier, I was lamenting on how men do not send fucking love letters anymore, and I think exactly. exactly. That's a lot. Okay, that's a lot to ask because as women, we don't send love love letters. I mean, actually. I send a lot of, like, essential love letters through text. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, I love this about it, and this, and this, and this. Okay. But, like, I want a fucking written letter that I can frame. No, not that I would frame it, but just something I can have. In theory, you can frame. And not over, like, the digital universe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sabrina, what's, what are your love languages? Are letters a part of that or not really? No, my love languages are touch and quality of time. What is, okay, mine is also touch, a real big thing. I love to hug. Quality of time is my second, and then I think giving and words of affirmation is my last one. What are, is that all four of them? I feel like there were more. There's acts of service. Uh, Acts of service. I think, I don't know if I care about acts. What are acts of service anyway? When you're doing something for your partner that maybe they don't want to do but need to have done, like doing the dishes. I feel like that's the same as gift giving to me. That's valid. I think some people would differentiate in terms of acts of service, like yeah. something you don't want to do, like a chore. Yeah, I get that. And like, I just think, at least maybe because of my my like love language, like a uh, hierarchy. Mm-hmm. That's the word. <laughs> um, they seem very similar to me, but I think definitely physical touch and like affirmations are big for me. More physical touch, I think. I just also for Miss Lizzie Bennett and Mr. Darcy in this 2005 yeah. movie. I feel like so much of their issues could have been solved by just like fucking, fucking. yeah, instead of trying to talk through their issues, just fuck each other, bros, and then talk about it. Like, yeah, after talk that. after yo, the post sex talk. <laughs> Is so enlightening sometimes. It truly is. You just yeah. fucked. You're so tired, but so satisfied. And now you start to talk through your issues. You know, there's no room for bullshit because you're so exhausted. But the truth just comes out. And you're like, wow, I just want to be with you. Ah, triple. I just want to be with you. You know what I love and hate about this? This is how me and my boyfriend have together. Like, <laughs> Wow, goals. 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 Yo, we should have a whole episode on High School Musical. But True, like chip in viewers if you. Chime in, I should chime in viewers. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack. By viewers, I mean the three of us and Ashton maybe. <laughs> I feel like we don't even need to talk about the plot to get something fruitful out of Pride and Prejudice. Like, what stood out to us? What was impactful mm-hmm. to us? What did we enjoy? What did we not? How does this speak to the periods, like, social and gender norms? Oh, wow. like that. I think the most... <laughs> I think the most impactful thing from Pride and Prejudice is that, like, you know, there can be a lot of things you disagree on with, like, lovers or with friends but like what's most important to you like 
Like, what can you take home at the end of the day? And I think Lizzie and Darcy can take home at the end of the day that they want to fuck each other. <laughs> no, I think I think they're very similar, you know, and that's why they work. But also, they want to really fuck each other real hard. I mean, it really all goes back to the title, right? Pride and Prejudice. It's Lizzie's pride that she has to overcome. This insult to her family and who she is that comes from Darcy. And um, I guess they both have pride now that I think about it. Because Darcy's pride is like his class pride, but mm-hmm. Lizzie's pride is her family pride and not wanting. Wasn't, wasn't the first title for this supposed to be like first impressions? That that sounds like. I feel like I remember. Oh my god, I'm so drunk (laughs) that you look like you have no nose and you just have eyes in a mouth. I'm so. I'm so drunk. (laughs) You heard it here first. Austin heroine would have an OnlyFans. Which Jane Austen hero would put out feet pics? Super um, Lizzie, not Lizzie Bennett. Who the fuck is? Lydia, Lydia Bennett would put out fucking foot pics. I feel like any heroine with knowledge of the patriarchy but wants to make money would do it. So who is that in the Austin canon is my question. Oh, I just think Lydia Bennett would be like, any way to get a, to any way to get boys on my pussy. <laughs> Like, ooh, do you like my feet? You must like my pussy. Now we're gonna be wood. Yeah, I feel like it would. I feel like Lizzie would be down conceptually, but she's just like lazy and does yeah. not want to do the work. I feel like she couldn't get past her like, ooh, I am. I'm above that. I could never put foot pics up, that's bitch. We've all been at that point where we're like, ooh, I don't have any money. Maybe foot pics would put me through the semester. So, so in summation, we've all been there. And I feel like Lizzie would be the most likely of the awesome heroines to sell feet pics. But she'd have to overcome that pride and prejudice. Oh, she'd be doing it strictly for the money. Yeah. She'd be like, ooh, I'm going to sell these feet pics so I can buy more books. Or so I can have more money to tour the, like, beautiful English countryside. Um, no, she, you're right. Too. She would definitely... And for her family, yeah. You know, like, she... Uh, she deserves a nice yeah. She makes fun of her family a lot, but Lizzie is like a home girl. She yeah, them. she does. I think I feel for everyone should read all of Jane Austen's work. They're very good. Um, yeah. <laughs> It just gives you, I don't know, it's just good. Like, even if you don't learn anything from them, they're just great novels. Like, you can write fan fiction about the heroes and the heroines later and about the sex yeah. they engage in, but that's another discussion. Yeah, there is lots of fan fiction <laughs> out in the world for many things. Which Austin hero is the best in bed? Perhaps. Oh! What's the night, which Austin hero is the best? Wait, are we talking about? Okay, we have to split this up. Girls and guys. Okay, first let's talk about the girls. Who is the best in bed of the girls? Ooh. Wow. 
I don't know. I want to say Lizzie is the best in bed just because she's got such a confident persona and she's like, ooh, we are going to ride that dick or like, mm-hmm. like <laughs> get on that pussy like, woo! Yeehaw. Yeah, yeehaw. As the the 18th century is for not say. Yeah. <laughs> As the colloquialisms of the 18th century. Ooh, that's a good pussy. Yeehaw. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's catch me out of The guys, this is a harder question. So, so the guys we have are Darcy and Bingley from Pride and Prejudice. From Emma, we have Mr. Knightley, obviously, um, which is a whole other. I, I feel think like, the hero dominant motherfucker who would destroy your pussy. Yeah. Maybe that maybe that's my preference. Just bias, you know. Just bias. Okay. Um, okay, uh, from Northanger Abbey, we have, oh, what's his fucking name? Why do I always forget his name? Henry Tilney, who would also be a dominant motherfucker, I think. I think so, but I think as his relationship with Catherine developed and she gained more confidence, he would be super into, like, her Mm. taking control and saying what she wants. Because that's the whole dynamic of the relationship. She has a huge crush on him, and later he's like, you know, I have the most odd and affectionate for you now. (laughs) (laughs) Because he loves me first. My, that puts my huge dick in my ego or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Henry's kind of a tool guy. So you're in your first. Yeah. (laughs) In Persuasion, there's Captain... Tilney, is that his name? Captain Tilney? No, it's not, but I cannot tell you his name. It's Captain something. Captain something. Oh, we are too drunk for captain names. He's captain. The captain. Okay. The captain who, like, literally pines for this motherfucker. Oh my god, it's so hot. All of his life. The motherfucker being Anne, the heroine, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, honestly, by the time he gets the nut in her, he's got (laughs) to... I don't know if it would either be just so quick because Captain Frederick Wentworth. I'm yes. honestly Captain Wentworth. My inability to recall that is just as much drunkenness as it is fatigue. Yeah. For the record, so, it's on record now. <laughs> so he'd either be so like so deprived, sexually deprived, that he would just nut within five seconds. Or he'd be uh, so into her that he make it he would make it the night of her fucking life and he would ravish her. And I don't know which one it would be. I'm leaning towards the first option where it would be like six seconds and then he nuts. I think he'd like really cherish her I don't and worship know. her. You know, here's the thing. Even if he nuts like after five seconds inside her, here's my it hot take. He still makes it the night of her life. Yeah, it depends on he the girl. He still can use his other uh, oh, yeah, talents. can use other talents. <laughs> and some girls get off on, like, the guy. Speaking from experience, some girls get off on the guy getting off, essentially. Like, we always talk about the guy gets off on you getting off. But, you know, some of us... <laughs> some of us get Definitely off. Some of us... Get off on the guy, like, ooh, having a good time. <laughs> Woo! Um, no, that's, I mean, I feel like in a 
lot of it might be a sexually healthy relationships and healthy in other ways too. You know, you care about your partner's pleasure yeah. and that makes you feel good. Absolutely. Yeah, it might also be a power trip. Though. <laughs> it might also be yeah. watching them get off. I don't know. I feel like Anne a little bit would also be, like in persuasion. She would also be a more dominant as time went on. Like she gains that confidence. Like Wentworth has always loved her this whole time, even after their estrangement. Yeah. They've kind of known each other before, so their wedding night is like new but also familiar. What a what a great and underrated <laughs> novel. Because Truly. Like, Can we talk about Captain Wentworth's the, novel? The I mean, not novel. His fucking letter. Excuse me. The action of that novel is so like it's so like subtle. But it's just so, it hits so hard, I it's feel like. So Especially for the female audience, you're like, oh, just dick me now, now, Captain Wentworth. <laughs> I think after that letter, my life was... Oh, my God. Irrevocably changed. <laughs> yes. Um, Jane Austen gives us such high standards, which, like, you know... But honestly, is- let's talk about what Jane Austen omits from her love scenes. We often don't see the love confession. We don't see the sex! We don't see the sex. We don't see the making out. We don't <laughs> see the love language of touch, which is very important for our contributors to this podcast. And- Ooh, you have like six sides of you have you have so many you have so many eyes right now. You <laughs> <laughs> so yes, you're looking at me. You're just I don't know. This never happens. It was a long day, guys, and I just got really drunk. And now Alex has eight eyes instead of two. <laughs> oh my god! I feel like we should have an end end note. Like. Okay, we love you. Bye. (laughs) Mm, Please read literature because, like, it will change your fucking life. Okay, bye.